Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Surrendering Average. Today we are talking about getting obsessed in a healthy way. Obsession usually has a negative connotation, but not in today's theory. If we are getting average results, it's because we aren't thinking about our desired outcomes the proper way. That way is through a healthy obsession. We're going to talk about seven steps to help lead you to a healthy obsession and how to ensure this obsession will be positive and aligned to good intentions. I know that obsession has absolutely helped me keep me in line to my bigger picture, to my bigger goals, to my bigger vision. That obsessiveness about staying consistent and dedicated to something has been an absolutely pivotal turning point in my life and I, I just want to share that with everyone here today. So I hope you enjoy the episode. And today we are going to talk about number five in how to experience a massive change or shift. And I want to be clear that these 10 things that we'll be going over in the first 10 episodes do not need to be in order. They do not need to follow one another. They're just kind of a conglomeration of ideas and things that have helped me experience a change and shift. And if you implement all of them kind of put together and start to implement them more and more in your life, you will start to see results. So today is number five, and it is getting obsessed in a healthy way. So when you start to think about something every single day, you start to program your brain in a new way. Being obsessed about something, if you can see it, if you can see yourself as this person, as achieving this goal, a better version of you, if you can see it and be obsessed about that every single day, the likelihood of you getting there is so much more. You, you, you just have so much better odds of doing that. For you to actually want to follow through and be consistent, dedicated, and form habits around what you're trying to do, you will need to be obsessed about what you want, what you want to change. There's no way around it. If you're not obsessed, if you don't want it that bad, it's just not going to happen. So what do I mean by being obsessed? I have, I have kind of seven ideas of formulating being obsessed in my eyes anyways. So one, think about your goal, task, growth every day, multiple times a day. Now this this seems pretty pretty straightforward, pretty easy. Oh yeah, that's pretty basic. But how often are we actually doing this? If you want better results, better goals, usually if we're not aware of it, we're thinking about the opposite of what we want. Let's say we want to get fit. We're thinking about how unfit we are on a regular basis. We're not, we're not picturing ourselves. We're not thinking about getting fit. We're thinking about the complete opposite. Oh, I'm so overweight or I'm so lazy or I don't want to do this today. Like that's what's in our head. That's what we're think, thinking about on a daily basis. It's literally the opposite of what we want to create. So step one is we need to think about our goal our task, the growth we want to experience every single day. We need to be aware of what we're thinking about. And usually the natural natural state of of our brains wants to go to the opposite of what we're trying to achieve. And that does not help us. So that's step one. Step two, we need to vocalize what we want, what we want to do to the right people, of course. Um, This will get the information out of your head. It will crystallize your goal and bring a sense of accountability 
now you're on the hook to make it happen. It's not just in your head. It's not just something that, yeah, you'd like to get around to when you can. You need to vocalize it, get the word out that you're doing it, and this will bring a sense of accountability. Now other people will be expecting you to do it, and it's not just a back idea on the back burner in your head. It's, oh, crap, I actually need to do something. I told these people I would do it. My word means something to me. I'm going to do it. So vocalizing it, getting it out of your head, getting that idea, spread the word of what you're trying to do. It puts a bit more pressure on you, but it definitely helps the process. Number three, create a system to remind yourself every day. So that could be a visual, if you're a visual person, creating a vision board, phone reminders, sticky tabs, photos on the door or fridge of what you want to create. This is something to automatically remind you on a daily basis without you having to do anything. So I, I have a, a vision board right above my bed. So every time before I go to bed or every time I wake up, I'm able to look at this. Oh yeah, that's what I want to create. That's the life I want to create. And I'm just instantly reminded me, it reminds me of what I'm trying to create in my life. So that, again, that's, that's just to, to pump that information into our subconscious. And a lot of people are visual and that, that helps with the visualization part of it. Uh, number four, this I kind of created into myself and I think it helps me a lot is the morning word. So program yourself to think about a morning word that represents meaning to your goal or vision. So it's for me, I, I programmed the word dedicated. I, I, I made it a habit that the first thing I think about when I wake up every single morning is dedicated. And to me, that stands for I'm dedicated to my vision. I'm dedicated to the life I want to live, to the goals I want to achieve, to the relationships I want to create. Dedicated, dedication to me encompasses so much. And it took me, it took me a good month or so to, to turn this into a habit. So if you need help, maybe again, with your alarm, uh, pair that up with some writing that, that says your morning word or a sticky note on your nightstand table until it becomes a habit that the first thing that you wake up about is that morning word. Before, before this, as soon as my alarm went, I would just get flooded with dread and anxiety that I had to wake up and go to work. And it just wasn't a pretty, <laughs> pretty scenario, the first few thoughts and feelings of my body when I would wake up in the morning. And now I'm uplifted, I'm, I'm motivated by this morning word that floods my brain every morning. The first thing, as soon as that alarm rings, or if I wake up without an alarm, I'm thinking about dedicated. I'm dedicated to this life that I'm trying to create. And it just gives me that little motivation, that little drive to really get the day going. And, and it's really helped. So number five is transition time learning. This one has been massive in my life. So when you're driving, when you're working out, when you're cleaning, um, you can listen to audio that relates to your new obsession, that relates to the thing you're getting obsessed about, your goal, your vision, the habits you want to create. You, there's so much information out there. There's audiobooks, there's podcasts, there's YouTube. There's so much information at our fingertips. It is ignorant not to learn more. It's so easy 
So during these transition times, you can literally pop your headphones in. When you used to be listening to the radio, now you can listen to audiobooks, podcasts, things that are in alignment with where you're trying to go, things that are going to help you out that will help this obsession. It's It doesn't take any extra time to do, and it will help you achieve your results so much quicker. Number six is manipulate our state. So I'm going to dive a bit deeper into this one because it uh, it deserves a bit more explanation. So don't let emotions control you. If we are continually and obsessively changing our interpretation of life events to favor our goals and visions, we will get the results so much faster. So again, this ties into awareness and kind of our subconscious mind. We've talked about the subconscious mind before, that programming that's always running in the background. You don't need to be conscious or aware that it is working, but it is always working at all times. It's always taking in information. Everything you experience, your, your subconscious mind is taking in. So I'll just recap how, how this works. So it, you will experience an external event or circumstance. Now our subconscious mind puts filters on this, puts filters on this based on our past experiences, our past events, and these filters are generalizations, deletions, and distortions based on what we've experienced in past events. So these filters, we experience an event or circumstance, our brain, our subconscious naturally puts these filters on without us knowing and that creates our perception, our story, the, what we take from that event. And what we take from that event could be completely different than somebody else who experienced the same event or circumstance. But because of these filters, we see something completely different. And that usually creates a certain predetermined state, which then leads to a predetermined response, therefore usually creating the same similar results over and over again. So yeah, this happens naturally, but imagine if we can have some control over this response to help us in becoming obsessed about our goal or vision. What if we can leverage these filters to help us with our new obsession? And and we we absolutely can. And it's it's completely just tweaking our subconscious, this auto-programming. Now if we can have awareness about it, we can put it into our favor. So let's break down what a general, like a generalization is, just so we're aware. Generalization, an example could be, I make an average salary, so I will only be worthy of an average lifestyle. So if you look at your bank statement after your paycheck and you see your salary, this is a real circumstance. You see your paycheck and you you get it and you say, wow, I can barely afford my mortgage. I can barely afford my bills. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm destined to a life like this. I'm destined to a life of these circumstances. And without having a different filter on that, you're literally going to create that your, your entire life. If you don't change the way you think about that or see different possibilities, then that's what you're going to create. A deletion could be, uh, not realizing a role in the issue like you delete some chunks of what you see so you don't you don't see your role in it you just say it is it is how it is you know i can't change this and a distortion a distortion is jumping to immediate conclusions without the facts so an example could be a glance or a gesture can have a thousand meanings and it's easy to assume the wrong one so a distortion i'll use an example my fiance is 
pretty terrified of homeless people around around Edmonton. So let's say this homeless guy has amazing intentions and he wants to give a smile and and wave. Now, Jess could be walking by terrified and she sees a smile and wave and think the complete opposite thing. She could think this, oh, no, this guy's crazy. He's going to come after me. And, and she's distorting what's the reality of it. So our subconscious creates these distortions, these deletions, these generalizations, all because of our beliefs, our values, and our memories of past experiences. So it's very important to be aware of this. Now, how do we use these? How do we use these filters? How can we alter these filters to benefit and favor our obsession? Now, it is possible to alter our perception so that when we experience an event or circumstance, we can then use that to be backing or helping this new obsession. So we'll experience an external event or circumstance. Now we have awareness on this event or circumstance and we can say how is this helping my obsession how is this helping my the goals I'm, I'm trying to create how is this helping my shift in what way is this help creating my vision even if it's a negative negative circumstance you can still have a positive spin on it if there's something so wrong that happens you can say oh man that sucked this is this is honestly an awful situation and then you have that awareness and let's and then you spin it and say okay where's my lesson what can i learn here that i can avoid doing that will help me later achieve this goal what am i learning where's this lesson or any situation you experience you can just link it to that goal i'll give you a couple examples of my life one being at the gym when i'm working out having a good workout and i'm on a i'm on a tough rep and I'm struggling, I literally use that event and put a filter on it and say, in my mind, how if I can't get this rep, how am I gonna how am I gonna create a business? How am I gonna succeed in life? And I put a spin on a, a circumstance or event I'm experiencing into helping my obsession. Another one could be a tough situation at work or I'm dealt with a really crappy day. And I can say, okay, this is awful. How can I, how can I rebound from this? How, I am going to experience this in many more situations. If I want to evolve my life, how is the evolved version of me going to deal with this? And I just always spin every situation. And it kind of relates back to that obsession, my obsession of my vision, my goals, everything. So everything you experience can be linked to that in a positive way, in a way that can be helping you. Imagine imagine having that control. Imagine it's just such a level up, just such that little boost that is going to help you to propel you instead of always taking things in and letting your subconscious deal with it with all the generalizations, deletions, and distortions. Now you're, you're set to the predetermined lifestyle that you, your subconscious believes you should have unless you put this edge on it, unless you put this new spin on it. Now, we have to be very careful that this obsession doesn't spiral us down the wrong direction or that it completely takes over our lives. So I've had to set up boundaries with doing this because at first I didn't really have boundaries and it started taking over into my personal life and relationships. And I've, I've had to have conversations with, with Jess and, and set boundaries on this, not to, not to do this when we're out on a date, not to talk about these things when we're just having one-on-one -on -one time. And, 
and create those boundaries and make sure it's not completely consuming your life. And that's what I mean by by doing having an, creating an obsession in a healthy way. So we had to be very cautious of this as well, not to go down that slippery slope of it absolutely consuming you because it started to do that with me and I really had to dial it back in certain areas. So that's just uh, something to be aware of. So remember, your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your emotions, and your emotions create your actions. Your actions will give you results. So having that control on you, on the thoughts, that having the control on the filters that your subconsciously subconscious mind normally has is going to be such a level up and such a crucial part of giving you that edge to accomplish these goals, these visions, your dreams so much more efficiently and, and quickly. So that was number six, manipulating your state. And the final one, number seven, is pay attention to your vocabulary and tonality. This was something I had no awareness on and I didn't know actually made any difference in my life until I started being aware of it and changing my vocabulary and tonality on the way I talked about my visions or the way I thought about my visions and goals and everything. You don't want to obsess with a negative connotation because that's what we will manifest. If we always think about, like I mentioned before, what we don't have and think about maybe look at yourself and and see the lack instead of instead of being obsessed and seeing the future seeing the vision of what you want and talk about it that way using words that uplift you instead of bring you down i'm not instead of i am vocabulary has a much larger impact than we think we need to be cautious of the vocabulary in our heads too what our thoughts are doing we need to we need to be aware of those thoughts. If we're using negative vocabulary and tonality in our heads, again, it doesn't need to be vocalized out loud. If you're, if you're thinking this in your head, that is what you will create. And also what you talked about others. Use uplifting tonality vocabulary around your visions and goals. Get excited about them. Talk with them with passion, not with lack. Make sure you speak and think consciously in ways that will support your visions and goals. So let's recap those seven steps. Uh, we have one, think about it every day. So that's putting it into our subconscious, putting those thoughts into our subconscious mind. Two is vocalize, talk about it to people, giving you that sense of accountability. Three is creating a system or visual cues for reminders, such as vision boards or photos around the house. Four is program a morning word Make it a habit that the first thing you think about every day is that morning word. That morning word will can have so much meaning and just kickstarts your day in the right in the right direction. Five is transition time learning, audiobooks, podcasts, put in the headphones, don't do radio. Just use that free time that you're not that's not taking up any other time of your day. You can be learning, you can be getting obsessed. Six is manipulate our state after events and circumstances to keep us positive and not give up. Seven is pay attention to your vocabulary and tonality. So those are the seven steps kind of focused around being obsessed that are going to help you so achieve those goals. And it's, it's amazing what it can do for you. So make, I want to make sure that 
before we get obsessed, before we really dive into this, we need to make sure that this obsession is for a well-formed outcome, that it's planned, that there's intention behind it. You're not just getting obsessed to get obsessed because without clear direction and intention, that could lead to stress, anxiety, or frustration. If you're trying to do something and you're, you're, you're dealing with lack, oh, I don't have this, and you're not creating these results that can literally consume your life and it can spiral you in a bad direction. So we want to make sure that you have good intention behind it, that it has good meaning behind it, that it is going to help your life and not just make you create this want from a place of lack. So here are some points to follow and to be aware of to avoid these frustrations. Well-formed outcomes are stated using positive terms. Make sure your outcome doesn't come at the cost of involving negativity towards others. Well-formed outcomes are self-initiated and within our control. What we want, not what others want. So an example of this could be, I want to lose weight for myself, not because my wife wants me to lose weight. You need to want it. No, if, if you're doing this for other people, the obsession, that's... It's going to create that stress. It's going to create that anxiety. It needs to have meaning for you. Successful outcomes are based on things that we have control over. We can't control how other people think or what happens to us in every situation. So example is, I want people to treat me with respect. It's not a well-formulated outcome. Or Whereas I want to behave in a way that encourages others, others to treat me with respect. That's well-formed. That's in our control. We're not, we're not leaving this up to other people. We're doing this for ourselves. Well-formed outcomes are sequenced and bite-sized. You can't get obsessed about creating a massive vision or a massive change just magically from where you are now. You need to go through the process. You need to go through the journey. There are going to be several steps. And if you over-exaggerate and put an obsession on a massive vision, which I back, but you need to be so aware that this that needs to be broken down into bite size. So maybe start with a little step first. Get obsessed about that first step. You need to break it down. Don't shoot for the moon. Everyone that shoots for the moon and who creates goals, whether it be fitness goals, meal goals, nutrition goals, they they're like they get so hyped on it and they want this big change and they create this these massive goals which are so far stretched from where they are right now that they get so discouraged when they when they can't do it because it's it is impossible from where you are at right now. Yes, you can achieve that and you can get there one day, but you need to absolutely Break that down into bite-sized pieces and first get obsessed about the first piece of that. Do not jump to the final result. You need to break it down. You will need resources. Identify them. Again, you need to have awareness that you need things to get, to get you to where you want to be. You aren't there now and what you've done has not got you there. What resources do you need? Identify them. In what context do you want this outcome? When, where, and with whom do you want this outcome? You need to get specific, get clear. How will you know when you've fulfilled your outcome? You don't want to get get so obsessed that it controls your whole life, as we mentioned before. need to be specific. So if you want to be successful in business, what does that mean? How will you know? How will you measure it? Is it measured in salary? Is it measured in awards, promotions? Get clear on it. Your well-formed outcome should be compelling. 
If it's not compelling, it will be more difficult to find motivation. It needs to have compelling. It needs to grip you. It needs to drive you. Have that meaning. Make it compelling. Well-formed outcomes are congruent to who you are at the core. Does this outcome fit with the rest of your life? Your core values, your family values, consider any ways the outcome might not be right for you and be aware of them. Notice the trap before you fall into the trap. Do you want this for other people? Do you want this for other reasons? Or is it congruent to who you are at the core? Make sure it is or else you will go down a slippery slope. And that pretty much sums sums up the obsession. I am obsessed about the life I want to create. I'm honestly obsessed about my vision, my goals, what I want. And I think about it every th- single day. And with those boundaries, making it a healthy obsession, you will never achieve a more powerful, inspiring life if you do not get obsessed. It will be so damn easy to quit. No one will bring you to your desired destination but yourself. There is no easy button. Only the necessary work will get you there. Without an obsession, it will be so easy to quit when the hurdles come. Get obsessed. It's your one and only life. Do not let it slide by. Do not take the easy road. Get obsessed. Do the work. Get the help you need and live the life you're worthy of. Please create this obsession and surrender your average life. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a great day. Oh, 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 oh,